Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening over the stellar award-winning radio station, WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station. And you can follow us on the website, WIMG1300.com, Facebook and Twitter as well, WIMG 1300. You're also watching over WPHY Channel 25. This will broadcast on Friday night at 11 p.m., and that's on uh, Verizon Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey. The Trenton 365 Show has a Facebook page. You can visit our website as well, Trenton365.com, where you can learn about the programming. You can learn about some of the things I'm doing in the region, as well as archives of my interviews, YouTubes, etc. So in the studio, we've got a lot of information to get out, and it's actually a privilege. Um, not that any of my guests are higher esteemed than others, but I'm super excited about this guest in the studio with me, I have Michael Ray, Cosmic Michael Ray to some of you, better known through his music affiliations with Sun Ra Orchestra, Cool and the Gang, and uh, Michael Ray and the Cosmic Crew. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Michael All Ray, right. welcome to the program. Thank you, man. Thanks, and congratulations on that stellar award. That's awesome. Thank you yeah. very much. And on behalf of uh, the rest of the, of the WIMG crew, we are super excited about that as well. We're going to be going for the third one in a row. So oh, okay. we'll keep you eyes and ears open for that as well. That's great. But you're in the studio to talk about you and about some of the things that you're doing. I don't want to let the rabbit out of the bag yet about this amazing event that, you, that you're coordinating and that you're presenting. But I'd like for the people who don't know you personally but know of you to learn a little bit about who Michael Ray is. Well, I've been playing with Sun Ra. I really broke my teeth on that. I left town with Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells. And uh, since then, I mean, I was a kid. I was playing with the Delphonics and Moments, Main Ingredient, a lot of people. Uh, with Patti LaBelle, I mean, when I went with them, they, their hit was I Sold My Heart to the Jumpman. And uh, we was a closer was we do some of uh, Sly and the Family Stone stuff. So we did a session in New York with Vicki Wickham, who was managing the Who. I told the girls, why don't you come to England with me and get some new material? And they went to England, and we got left stranded. And went to LA, uh, LA to do a quadraphonic TV show with uh, Jerry Swampdoll Williams. <laughs> you know. And uh, back then, the quadraphonic sound, they have, you turn your radio on one station, and, and then they play it, so you get those four sounds. I don't know what, what we did with Quicksilver Messenger Service. This is way back. So anyway, I came back and I was playing with uh, the stylistics for three years. You know, and then we had uh, a lot of tours. The first time I went to Japan was with the stylistics. I mean, it was, we was making, what, $200 a week, pay your own expenses. So, you know, if I'm in Vegas for three weeks making that salary. But anyway, that's... Uh, passionate point. And then uh, when I got with Sunrod, my whole life changed. Because uh, when I met him, he's, I was on Germantown Avenue. He said, man, why don't you come on over to rehearsal? I said, well, I can't because I got the Academy of Music gig with the Delphi. So I'm going to Egypt. So he went to Egypt. I missed that for two months. Came out, why don't you come rehearse? I said, you know, I'm going to come over there. 
So when I get there, I open up the door, it's like all this Egyptian artwork. Keyboards everywhere, milk crates filled with tapes and cassettes. Actually, when I looked in the refrigerator, they had a crate of music in there. And he's sitting there saying, I know everything you need to know about music. I said, okay. You know any standards? See, I know a couple. So you know Lady Bird? I said, yeah. Well, Lady Bird has the same changes as Half Nelson. He called Gilmore and you play Half Nelson and then you play Lady Bird. Yeah, at least we first. I played Lady Bird and he played Half Nelson or whatever. Then he said, we'll go play it in five, four times. I said, what? And it was like six, six, eight, seven, four. John, I want you to play a tension solo on C sharp against the C. So the thing I noticed with Sun Ra, he has different arrangements on the same song. There's one song he calls, called Discipline, which is up to 900, I mean, 90, 90 songs, you know. Because he said, I have to change the arrangement for a person's spirit. Mm -hmm. you know? So a person's late for rehearsal, you go sit there. I got to rearrange this, you know. And he put a big pot of, you call it moon stew, like vegetarian with a lot of kale. And you smelling this stuff. It's like, man, I, I've got to leave, but I think I'm going to wait till the food's ready. <laughs> and, you know, it's like my first gig with him was in New York. And he had all these other people show up with their suitcases full of music. You know, I had my little sketch pad. And, you know, so there's a song he's got called Do the Intergalactic Thing, where everybody dances. So I went and stood on my head. Next thing I got a call, why don't you come on over to Italy? We're doing an album, just a quartet. And uh, that's when I learned a lot about discipline. And he said, you're playing your horn all right, but you must have a mental block because you're not swinging on your horn. Now try my way, you know, and try them again. No, 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 you're doing the earthly. I need you have to play the spiritual thing. Try it again. Oh, God, you humans. <laughs> go, to, go to the room and, and learn a Henry Red Allen solo. So he had a lock on that because Sunrise never slept. He'd just take cat naps. He was up at dawn, you know, knock on your door anytime, would just hand you some music. So that's what I was kind of used to, you know. And that was from 1978. So, so Michael, I'm going to jump in there then just to, um, because, I mean, you and I could probably talk for hours, especially right. when you're talking about food. And we're going over old <laughs> stories yeah. about, you know, your time on the Chitlin Circuit with James Brown and, and, and yeah. other folks. Um, but for the, for the sake of, of the time, okay. as a history, um, you're born and raised in Trenton. Um, right. What led you to want to be a musician? Was there someone in your life that reached out to you or was there something that just clicked and you said, you know what, I've I got to play some music? Well, back then, uh, my cousin, Arthur Brooks, was a trumpet player. He played with a group called Brute Force. So during a, a visit, he, he had his trumpet and said, well, see if you can just play a note like you love it. And I was able to get a sound. So then back then, you'd have music in the school saying, Mom, I want a trumpet. And my brother had a clarinet. And I just kept with it. And he, he was kind of stifled because Reeds cost too much money. I gotta get you another reed, you know. <laughs> but uh, I, I stay stuck with it, mm -hmm. and everybody's outside playing, and I'm in there practicing, you know. So that's what has to happen. Mm -hmm. Now it, it's interesting that that you mentioned in schools they really taught music. Oh yes, really, man. Because 
like the legacy that Tommy Grice has left. You know, with uh, about 4,000 students, mm -hmm. all professional, I always thank him. You know, that's why with the symposium I'm doing, he's a key part of that. You know, because when I went to like Trenton High, you know, I got straight A's in music, but I also played hooky with Clifford with the girls <laughs> in the choir. You know, so that's, that was just a whirlwind. You know, and then with Tom, what's his name? Brayton Bob? No. Tom Passarella. Passarella. Tommy yeah. Pass, yeah. yeah. And there was a instrumental cat. When I went to Junior 3, a, a German named Mr. Wetman. He's very strict. Is someone chewing gum? That's not, no, no, no. But he had a, he, he liked me. So he let me learn about the impassion and the approach to music. Just because a lot of musicians, especially in New Orleans, they don't read music. Again, I mean, that music comes up from the ground. You know? But here, I got to give my hat off to my son, who was classically trained in a principal flautist for the Yonkers Symphony and the Westchester Orchestra. He reads, I can't say fly, but he can read. <laughs> well, so, that approach, being in Trenton High, I left college. I was just going on the road with Patty LaBelle and the Bluebells. I've been on the road ever since. Mm. You know, it's like the group I play with now, Cool in the Game, we're out, you know, in fact, I'm flying out tomorrow to Florida. You know, and the road is, a lot of people tell me, oh, it's supposed to be fun on the road. No, it's work. We had five shows, and six shows in five different continents. And the last day, the travel day, was going from the Isle of Wight to Azerbaijan to play the Summer Olympics. So that's what kills me on sitting on these planes, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, 32-hour flight to, Mad not Madison Gaston. Another place out by there. Ah, see, I, see now. I'm drawing a blank on that one. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and introduce yourself, Cheryl, please. <laughs> yes, I'm Cheryl Clark. I'm a friend of uh, Mr. Ray's. And uh, just helping his memory <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, help with his memory and uh, just little things that he's doing with the symposium. Mm -hmm. But I'm just, just in the background, just you know, helping him uh, get to his next level. Well, a shout out to you um, because you know I, I'm often telling people that there's no way that anyone can do what we do in this type of business without a team of people around supporting, holding things down when we're out and about, etc. So. Uh, I'm sure he appreciates you and everything that you're doing. And I appreciate what you're Thank doing as you. well. And Sheila Sherman Bohopman also. Okay, great. It's a shout out. And she's a part of this also. Awesome. Awesome. Out to Sheila as well. Sheila Sherman. She's the morning person. She's the morning person. Huh? <laughs> I don't do mornings. Okay. Right. So, 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 Michael, you were, you were alluding a bit towards um, Cool in the Gang. Right. And I think most people would be more familiar with your efforts with Cool in the Gang. Um, as a matter of fact, I was telling my my 13 year old, um, you know, she always asks, okay, who's going to be on the show, et cetera, and I said, oh, you'll you'll really like who I have coming on the show tonight, okay. and she's like, all right, well, well, why? And I said, oh, just hold on, so you know, I call up some music, and she starts dancing in the kitchen. She's like, he's going to be on your show. They're going to be on the show. <laughs> so they were super excited. So so your mass appeal with Cool in the Gang has you know transcended many generations to you know a 13 year old who knows your music and. She sat there and, and danced to three or four songs and so forth, and, and they're excited. What does that mean 
as a professional musician to know that you've got that much of an impact on the lives of so many people? Well, first of all, I'd like to tell a 13-year-old, I love you for that. Because <laughs> you really don't get that exchange with, you know, the audience. You know, people that really listen. Because there was a certain time that people were cool in the gang. And we did a parade with Miss America down the boardwalk. And if someone shouted out, cool in the gang, y'all still alive? Yeah, I just found it so funny. But after, they rung the, the bell for Wall Street. We got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know, another album. We got a new single out called Sexy. You know, it's number 16 or something. 12. So, 12 now? Oh, two more. Top 10. <laughs> Bring them checks. Right, right. <laughs> so, and then, you know, it's, it's a real extensive travel with cool. Mm -hmm. This is our slow time. There's only three gigs in Florida this weekend. Then we're going to Cancun and Mozambique and Uganda and somewhere else. Somewhere. Mm -hmm. but, now, earlier before we came on the show, um, and, and folks, we're going to talk about the symposium. That's that's the main focus of, of Michael right. being in the show. We're going to get into that, but I think it's important for people to know and kind of connect some dots. And um, one of the things that I had mentioned to you earlier was the importance of what you're doing with the symposium, bringing together so many talented people to talk about the business of music and the structure of music, and more importantly, to net, let young people know, especially young people in Trenton, that you've been here, you've gone through the changes, you've progressed, you've got a professional career as a musician, you're worldwide, you're global, Mm -hmm. And you're willing to give that knowledge and wisdom back to some young people exactly. in, in hopes that they will do something with it. Can you just speak to that conversation we had? Well, the idea of this symposium was discussed with my partner, Clifford Adams, who's left the planet. He said, we, he said it'd be great to give something back to Trenton. It was like we've been trying to get cool to come here and play in Trenton for 20 years. It just doesn't happen. I said, we can go do the War Memorial Building or something else. It just doesn't happen. So I know once they donated some carpet to one of my mother's jobs, so just to have something there. And they said they go kick something into the symposium. But you know, we got kind of frustrated with kids. They, I want to be a rapper and get in the game. I said, what well, takes more than that? You gotta, you know, know the business. That's what I need to know. You heard me. I know it. Yeah. Now it takes more than talent. You know. And we said, well, we'll just bring a. Um, like a music symposium, people that are professional in the industry, what they had to go through, mm -hmm. their experience, and what it takes, you know, and just a new, nice, concise uh, description and an explanation of it. Because mm -hmm. uh, we talked this over with Tommy Grice. Now, he's actually, every musician that works, he's their mentor, you know, and he's still. Still got that fire, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. So we got together, and said, "Well, trying to find a venue. What's it, the Trenton Museum? To we, conservatory? Yeah, we started to give it there, but conservatory. It might need more. Yeah, more room at Shiloh. Mm -hmm. And uh, the lineup is nice. You know, we got you know, like Suzanne Cloud who runs the Jazz Bridge in Philly, discussing." grant writing and how you get some money, but how they help different musicians. And George Brown is a, the original drummer with Cool in the Gang. He's a 
about five melee. Partisan. Jermaine Bryson also. He's a trombo player that re replaced Clifford and cooled the game. So we work all the time. I think he's only been there like three years. Three years. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, some of the other names that you have here on the flyer, and I'll run through them all. You've got George Brown, Suzanne Cloud, Scott Miller of Exit 7A. Of course, you, Michael Ray, you'll be hosting it. Tommy Grice, who you alluded to. Um, Adam Ray, DJ Miss Sue, Miss Sue. So nice they named her twice. <laughs> uh, Trenton Makes the World Takes, Babs Author, Jermaine Bryson, Dr. Jimbo Walsh. And, uh, and again, I appreciate you often talking about your relationship with Clifford. Um, I was fortunate enough to, um, to meet him, you know, when I was much younger, I went to school with, with one of his daughters. Right. And, um, you know, it was almost like that, the whole mystique of, hey, you know, I go to school with someone whose, <laughs> whose parent is famous. That's really Because, you know, back in, you know, in the 80s and, and, you know, early 80s through the 80s, Cool in the Gang was it. I mean, uh, you know, hearing the, the, the music played at our dances and, and being able to listen to Power 99 and DAS yeah. and BLS and hear Cool in the Gang, that's, that was it. And then to, um, you know, get older and realize the connection that Cool in the Gang has, like the foundation technically, here in Trenton, the horn section. Right. Not just one, you know, person. And um, to know that you and Clifford were still so active even up until his death with like, you know, sharing that expertise, trying to reach out to the community and doing a successful job at it. And now to see the symposium, the first Trenton Music Symposium happen, is it just kind of warms my, my soul. And, um, and again, kudos to you for that. And um, what can people expect from, from November 26th, Saturday, November 26th at Shiloh Baptist Church? What can people expect? Well, we're going to get a lot of information about the entertainments. It's going to be fun for everybody that attends. So it doesn't matter what age you are. You know, there's something in this industry that you can appreciate or you can learn about. You know, so it's going to be, you know, it's going to be great. You know, just with a cast of characters, you know. So, because Clifford and I, we go back so far. I mean, he got me a gig with the stylistics. He was out there, you know. So we've been playing together and doing sessions together for as long as I can remember. The first record I ever produced, he's, he's on it. Something called Cigarette Butts. It was recorded in Princeton on one of those little two-track machines. <laughs> the thick 45. It didn't even look like a 45. <laughs> so we've been at it. It's funny because when Clifford sat in with Charlie Irwin, you know, and he came home and left the road that same night. So I'm going to Clifford's house. Where's Clifford? He's on the road with Charlie Irwin. And that made me practice a little more. Because my thing was, I'm going to take my girlfriend to the movies. You know? And I said, well, it's, it's a dedication to the music and a certain sense of energy and alacrity that you have to maintain playing trumpet. You know, see, even the Bible. Who will answer the call if the trumpet is weak? Mm -hmm. And somebody used to drill that in my head. You know, you got to be swinging on your horn. You lead trumpet player. And was, I did one tour. I was like, played all the parts, played the trombone parts, solo, dance. You know, so everything was covered. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a lot of people that, what's a proscenium stage? 
What kind of mic do you need? What's the best way to rehearse? What's the best way to get do circular breathing? You know, see, I get a lot of questions from young kids, and yeah, I answer them. You know, but it'd be nice to put it all in one form. So whatever you need to know about the industry, there's someone there that knows about. For example, bass player Dr. Jimbo Walsh. He's my bass player with the Cosmic Crew in New Orleans. He's the jump professor. He does computer music. He plays classical piano. He's a bass player and guitar player. And they just posted one of his papers in Harvard. So he's, I'll call him, he's just paper trained. But you know, he, he knows his stuff, so he's coming in a day early. So, three days. Two days? Three days. Well, well, sure, why don't you jump in there a little bit, um, besides looking lovely and, and providing support for Michael. Just talk about uh, your your position, what you're doing um, with the symposium, and uh, you know, drill down on some facts that, that you think the listening and viewing audience would like to know. My supportive role is I reach out to people as yourself in the media, which I thank you, Miss Sue, because she's the one who that's my lady name. Miss Sue, Miss Sue. And um, just email any and everyone that I think would be interested in, in, in knowing about this and getting it out into the community so people can come out and, and enjoy it. I mean, if anything else, you get the information, and there are also going to be some other little demonstrations in the, uh, um, during, the, during the symposium that people are really going to enjoy. Um, Mayor Jackson reached out to him. He has, um, he will be coming and saying a few words at the beginning of the symposium. Um, and some other dignitaries, I'm still waiting to hear from them, not yet, but also, um, it's going to be press release put out. Hopefully, that this can reach uh, Channel 6 News Delaware Valley. So, there will be probably, hopefully, a second symposium, and it'll be going another scale. This, because this is the first one just starting out, so you learn as you know, you learn as you go and get out as much as you can the first time. But it's going to be it's going to be a really good event, and I would not be assisting Mr. Ray if I didn't believe that this is this is worthwhile. It, it really is, and it should be out getting out and kids, y'all come out if you're interested and want to learn or you're playing the violin or the flute and you want to take it to the next level and know what you have to do to prepare this is perfect parents bring out the kids for this if they're um, if you got little prodigies at home this will, this would be a good way to get get them started on the right road if that's what they want to do and I'm just going to give a little of the, the um, particulars for those of you who um, are ready for this it's happening Saturday November 22nd 2016 at Shiloh Baptist Church in the lower level, located at 340 Reverend S. Howard Woodson Way from 1 to 5 p.m. And this is going to take place in Trent, New Jersey. There's a $10 donation that is going to be asked at the door, and a portion of the proceeds will go to the T.A. Grice Academy of Music. And as Michael Ray mentioned, um, Tommy Grice has, has a taught and assisted well over 4,000 people, professional musicians. Um, so this is actually going back, a portion of the proceeds going back to the community to actively keep this movement going. And um, you both made it clear that this is open to people of all ages. Right. And um, Michael, I want you to drill down on the importance of providing opportunities for children to be creative, 
and to pick up an instrument? Well, I've learned a lot playing with the, uh, working for the National Young Audiences of America in New Orleans. We go in and do little workshops for a half hour. You know, you might have 300 kids on a Friday. You know, it's, when school is out, you got to be able to offer them something to keep their attention. You know, it's, it's just, I learned a lot with that, you know. It's like one of the first workshops I've done at the school, you know, I would play the piano and come and play a note and I'd come up with a song. So I'm sitting at the piano and I said, well, can you come up with a note? She was mute. And I made the mistake of saying, well, we're not going to let one apple spoil the batch. It turns out she was in an abusive relationship as at home with her parents. and So you never know how much damage you can do to a child by giving the wrong response, you know. And uh, just being on the up and up with the kids. And I basically tell them what I've went through, you know. Now, even with this symposium, you know, there is no underwriting. There is no sponsorship. This is on my dime. You know, so we set up a, a GoFund page that came to help out. I mean, we've had some donations, but it's important because, you know, right now the president that I'm putting is $3,500 $3, to come up, you know, and hopefully we'll get some more. So all you listeners, please get a chance to donate some money to the symposium. It's desperately needed. Thank you. <laughs> so so for those of you who are listening and watching, you know how difficult it, it is to stop someone who's a living legend from doing something like that, making an appeal for money. So, all right, we'll let that slide. Okay. So so what I will do is I will put something together and I'll share it socially Great. along with um, this interview as well on uh, the Trenton 365 show Facebook page and dot com. And then hopefully that will generate some some more interest and we can get some more young people there um, yeah. because it's important for us to pass this knowledge and wisdom on to them. But in addition to that, hopefully we can have some funders who are willing to back this a little bit. And uh, you, exactly. can, you could take what you have and set it up for round two. All right. <laughs> I'm for it. So, so we, on, on the flyer here, you've got a bunch of different genres of music. Right. And, you know, I, I know a bit about your music and your background and who you've played with and uh, who you have been playing with for many years. And I like to ask all the professional musicians that I interview for them to, to talk about the importance of listening to lots of different music. Can you uh, drill down on that from your perspective? Well, that's always said, learn to listen and listen to learn. You know, I play whatever it takes. You know, that's what the importance of reading music because... I did a stint with a, a Latin group. They didn't speak English, but the charts there, you know, it's it's, it's a good challenge to play Latin salsa music because trumpets are always up screaming, you know. So you will learn a different way to approach what you need to know. You know, it's like it's like the violin Suzuki system and the Schillinger systems, and there's is a system. You know, once you learn it, and you have to really listen to your own heart. You know, it's like different things that you practice, you know, the basic stuff, but things that you feel, you know, that's yeah, a really good thing. Because mm -hmm. uh, it's still, in this, this is a cutthroat business, you know. We have a saying in the industry, 
The music industry is a long plastic hallway where thieves and murderers run free and good men and women die like dogs. And then there's a negative side. <laughs> and that's what that is. <laughs> Can you run that back again? Because I was visually trying to think of the long haul plastic hallway. Right. But I want you to run that back one more time. The music industry is a long plastic hallway where thieves and murderers run free and good men and women die like dogs. Then there's a negative side. <laughs> yeah. so. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So we're just about up on a break. Okay. Um, and we'll be back and we'll be talking about more about the symposium and Michael Ray. And I want to talk about some of your newer things that are oh, coming right. up music-wise. But, um, but folks, I've got Michael Ray in the studio and Cheryl Clark. And uh, Michael Ray has spent decades um, honing his craft and skill as a trumpet player and a pianist. And uh, he's performed with Sun Ra Orchestra, uh, Cool and the Gang, also Michael Ray and the Cosmic Crew, Fish for those singer-songwriters and jam band listeners who are in the audience as well. And uh, he's put together this wonderful event, the first Trenton Music Symposium, which is going to take place on Saturday, November 26th, 2016, from 1 to 5 p.m. There's a $10 requested donation, but I'm sure it's one of those things where if you can't pay that and you want to come, please come. Your attendance is way more important. So it's a $10 donation at the door. This is going to take place at Shiloh Baptist Church, 340 Reverend S. Howard Woodson Way in Trent, New Jersey. There is a Facebook page where you can just do an internet search. Trenton's first symposium. The link will be up on the Trenton 365 show Facebook page as well and also Trenton365.com. And um, I just encourage young people and others who are interested in the profession of entertainment and music to just come out. Um, if you can come out for an hour, give an hour. If you want to stay for the whole four hours, do that as well. But don't miss this opportunity to learn something, meet some of the wonderful people who are going to be there sharing their talent and expertise as well. So we'll be back after a short break. My name is Jacques Howard, and you're listening to the Trenton 365 Show. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening over WIMG 1300, also over our website, WIMG1300.com, Facebook and Twitter as well, WIMG 1300. The Trenton 365 show is on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter at Trenton365 and our website, Trenton365.com. And if you're watching, it's over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey. And this program will be broadcast on Friday evenings at 11 p.m. From 11 to 12, I'll be ringing in the new day for you at the end of the program. So uh, in the studio with me is Cheryl Clark and Michael Ray. Cosmic Michael Ray, um, for those who know of Cool and the Gang, Sun Ra, Fish, and um, a host of others, Patti LaBelle, Delphonics, etc. But uh, we were talking about Trenton's first symposium, which is coming up on November 26th here in Trenton, New Jersey, at uh, Shiloh Baptist Church. Again, information will be up on the Trenton 365 Show Facebook page. There's a $10 donation, but the, the idea is for people to come out support this activity, this initiative, learn about the industry from professionals who are working in the industry, and I'll rattle off some of those folks. Of course, Michael Ray, who is the host, but in addition to that, George Brown will be there, Suzanne Cloud, Scott Miller, Tommy Grice, DJ Miss Sue, Miss Sue, so nice, they named her twice, 
Trenton Makes the World Takes, Dr. Jimbo Walsh, Jermaine Bryson, Babs author, and a special shout out to Clifford Adams, oh, yeah. who um, is a friend of Michael Ray's and has been for a long time, who uh, left his planet, left his plane to, uh, to go on, but his existence still rings. And uh, just before the break, I was asking you, um, I'd like for you to talk about some of your memories with Clifford. Because I think it's important to get those experiences out. Like it's part of the healing process, not only for you, but it's also for those of us who who knew him. Those stories we can it makes us reflect back, and oftentimes reflect back on fond memories and not not anything else. Yes, because Clifford and I go way back. I mean, we were kids playing in sand lots. Where next to my mother's house is a store, and I used to be sand lots, and. Uh, the thing is, Clifford, when we first start playing together, is with a group called the VSQs, which stands for a very special quality. With Frank Jones and Terrence Pittman, it's just all of something, a lot of these people have that. But we were the, one of the hottest bands in Trenton. You know, we'd go to rehearsal and get toothaches for playing so hard. And Clifford, he had, he had a great ear, always. I mean, that's one of the keys with playing trombone. Once you know your positions, you know, you still need that, that ear training. And he was great at it. He'd have alternate think, uh, positions. And trombone players said, how can you play that stuff with alternate fingers? But that's how he learned, you know. And he was, when he left town to go play some jazz, you know, that really missed him. But we've always stayed in touch. He got me the gig with stylistics, and, you know, and he became... Uh, Buddhas and uh, there's a lot of things. Clifford was really a spiritual person, you know. I mean, when I first got on the road with Cool in the game, we were roommates, you know. And it's funny because his side of the room was like all pristine, clean, and you know, incense burn. My stuff looked like a flop house, you know. <laughs> you know, I said, because. <laughs> Mike, please. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, I went and he met one of his wives there before. So we go way back, you know, and this is someone I've always been able to count on for the right information. And I guess that's why I really never filed anything because I would have to ask Clifford. Say, you know so-and-so? Oh, you got to know them. You should go with so-and-so. And, you know, well, you know her. You know, she's a... He would run down the lineage. I just never had that talent to do that. And then uh, some of the arguments he's had, I mean, you're not going to find me, you know, because we, we did a, something with uh, New Jersey Symphony, where they had to write out all the charts. Everybody was kind of nervous about it, but, you know, it's, it's another reading gig, you know. Uh, he said, he said well, when I turn 60, I'm not going to take no stuff from nobody, you know, because I've been doing that all my life. So he, he was the, the original young angry man you know it was when he would get on the plane sir you can't bring the trombone say, I do this all the time you know just let me see if it'll fit <laughs> I, wait a minute it's just not going to fit well just let me know, try it let me try it you know probably going to hear me put him on the no fly <laughs> this you know this, he's really obstinate about this getting that horn on because you know I mean you put, check it something happened to it it's so luckily they've changed some of the laws of flying you know it's still not enough for some people. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't like to travel with any luggage. I do all carry-on, you know, because 
I've had too many problems with the, your luggage is chasing you, you know. But Clifford, uh, when he got married, you know, it's like he met Ingram. He knocked on my door, showed me his ring. He said, you got married? Flew to Vegas, packed up, when he got Diana, three girls, drove to Trenton, you know. Clifford said, this is the one. And Clifford Sis said, yeah, well, he says that about all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he was like a real peaceful person, you know. Whereas I had a little frantic stuff with me, you know. A little sense of urgency, you know. He was like, oh. So he's a great father, you know, great. And I still tell myself, how did this man put two kids through college playing a trombone? You know, because I have enough with my son. Dad, the book is $300. $300? I better go to the library and get a car. I can't do that. Okay. So it's just a lot more expensive nowadays, you know. And Clifford was a vibrant educator when it comes to taking time out having patience with somebody. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed some of the music lessons he's given with different people. There's a young boy out in Arizona, Stevie Figueroa. He was a great talent, you know. And it takes sometimes listening to the masters, you know, because when I came up to, I'd listen to Miles, Lee, Freddie, you know, all these people to see how the especially Clifford Brown, the art of playing trumpet. I mean, they've gone before us. Clifford Brown practiced every day, you know. So, I mean, just to, I'm trying to get back to do that. I mean, I just got off my horn and said, wait a minute, this sounds sloppy, you know. So, you stay on this one little thing. I know my neighbors hate it. Get it right, please, you know. But Clifford was always peaceful. And then when he first got the gig with the stylistics, you know, he did three years with him. And, you know, just like the road experience. You know, was, I remember when I first got my raise, we got the $300. I said, oh, my God, finally. Well, we're doing $200 to pay your own expenses. You know, so that deal didn't get over, especially if you're in Vegas, you know. So we've been around the world together. You know, and I miss looking to my right and seeing him there, yeah, so it's still dealing with this uh, grief too, because we were that close, you know. I mean, he was like a walking itinerary, a roller deck, you know, he, he knew it. Mm -hmm. Very few people have that talent. Nicholas Payton is a trouble player from New Orleans. He has that. You remember what session he did, who played on it with? You know, I've forgotten whole tours, you know. So, well, that's right, we did a month there, that's right. Yeah, so it's 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 been a blur for me because it's doing something exciting every day. Just as long as I can make this flight to Florida tomorrow, because you're sitting for a long time. We did a you know, French reunion night, 32 hours in the air to get there, and all the sitting, you know, it's just it's bad for my knees. You know? mm -hmm. But uh, it's just like the travel is the hardest part about this gig. You know, we do 90 minutes. And that's a wrap. 60 minutes, maybe 75. We went to Egypt to play 20 minutes. You know, so the travel thing is the hardest, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you find someone that you've been around the world a couple times with you, 
you do miss it. Mm. So. That's, I think that's a great tribute. And uh, I'm sure on Saturday, November 26th, at Trenton's first music symposium, there'll be uh, you know, more people giving their, um, their, sharing their memories about yeah. Clifford and about what he meant to them. And I'm sure it would be very interesting to hear what Tommy Grice has to say and, and some of the others, your, your contemporaries, Tommy Pass and, and others, yeah. what they have to say about, about uh, Clifford also. Yeah. Um, I'd like for you to, to, to talk about, since we're on the subject of traveling, Mm-hmm. And um, the business of traveling, you know, as a musician and, and being liquid, basically, to move around a lot. Before the show, we were talking about the, the Chitlin circuit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and this, this passion that I have um, to highlight Trenton's role in that. And the fact that, you know, when artists were coming from South and Philadelphia, going to New York and vice versa, they were stopping. They were playing in Trenton. A lot of these oh, venues yeah. here in Trenton and uh, in the surrounding area. And... Uh, you started to jump right in and talk about about some of the time that you spent on the Chitlin Circuit. Can you just share some of that? Well, the Chitlin Circuit was the only place that the blacks could play. You know, and you look back on the history of Trenton; they had music six nights a week: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays off, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was all in different clubs. You know, I mean. Fantasy Lounge was one of the jazz clubs that was considered on the Chitlin circuit. You know, Sam, what's his name? Sam Reed? Sam, give his name, Henry Candy. Yeah, I remember Sam said, fellas, you have reached the beachheads of jazz immortality. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, that was now, it turned out to be that the only place that was really playing real jazz, you know. I mean, the candlelight's there, but you know, I've been trying to get a gig there for a year. And uh, Hilton said, well, quite frankly, we're not familiar with your work. You know, so uh, if we decide to hire you, you'll be playing with one of the jazz trios. And I said, well, okay, because he wanted all this tr- trumpet stuff. I had 30 songs that, you know, just different cats. Never got the gig. Then he had banned Clifford from the candlelight because he had a thing in the parking lot. I said, this is a different history. You know, it's, I've heard, I, I will say this, he's like somebody that owns the basketball and takes it home. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Mr. It, Hilton will be getting an award for bringing jazz to the Trenton area and to the candlelight, so he, he will be recognized for doing that. Yeah, that's grateful what, for the resurgence that, that he's brought. See, that is always why it is nice to have a teammate there. Oh yeah. To 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 <laughs> hey smooth things over. So Larry, just to let you know, Larry, um, at Trenton's first music symposium, um, you will be honored um, for the role that you and your business and your family have done for the music scene here in Trenton, New Jersey, specifically for jazz. And uh, in addition to that, I'd like to encourage you to give some serious thought to having Michael Ray, in some capacity, perform in your establishment. And I would be love. I would love to be the mediator and to help promote that effort. That would be it's a, a great thing. honor. He, I, I told him before you announced it, so he knows he's getting the award. Okay, right. <laughs> it's good. So, you know, you were also talking about um, some time that you spent with uh, James Brown. Oh yeah. Can uh, for the listening audience and rest in peace, JB. Um, 
for the listening audience, can you share a little bit about your time with, with James Brown? Well, James, he was compared to cool. He said, "Y'all cool in the game? Y'all the second best man in the world." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he was he was a real character. I mean, I, I could tell a story, but it might. FCC. As long as there's no FCC <laughs> violations, um, I, I think that we're going to be okay. That means none of none of the the, the four letter words. Okay. <laughs> well, James used to have a singer, Guadalupe, big girl. She's in Brazil. You remember she had a big one of the background singers. So she got a message. Uh, Mr. Brown would like to see you tonight. So okay. So she goes in his room. He got. Bed covered with about three thousand one dollar bills. Lena's room. Lupe, you want to be with the sex machine tonight? I said, well, Mr. Brown, I- I'm married. Get all that stuff. I said, do you want to be with the sex machine? You know. So he he had a way with with the women. And you know, you hear stories about how how James Brown like spoke, but hearing you do the imitation, I bet that's probably spot on. Oh yeah, cause it. I mean, from all those card games to be in the back, you know. See, he had, one time he had this big black bus, and uh, I was playing with Stylus this time, and his bus broke down, and we had a little milk truck. You know. <laughs> so it was, it was way back in the day, you know. He was, he was something. It was like he played in New Orleans at the House of Blues, and uh, the monitor cat. He didn't like him saying. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Take your hands off the boat. What? Take your hands off the boat. Okay. Now step back. Step back further. Now leave the building. <laughs> so he's, he was ruled with an iron fist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. so what does it take for, um, and again, folks, this is something we, we had spoke about briefly before. It's like uh, liking it to professional sports. Sometimes it's not the most athletic. Sometimes it's not the best talented, the biggest, the strongest. There's a lot of factors that go into successful athletes. And I'm sure it's like that with any industry. But with music especially, can you just talk about that a bit? Well, it's 10% talent, 90% business. You know, they basically know what you want to do. That's the first thing. That's the hardest thing is I've given trumpet lessons and said, well, now here's a scale for you to learn. And you come back next week, you know, scale. Well, I played it once. I said, it takes more, it takes a lifetime of playing scales just to develop your embouchure, your breathing technique, and consistency. And then he tells me, well, I really want to be a guitar player. So, so, he, so, so it is. But uh, basically, the, the touring schedules. The point structure for records, you know. Now, point is like a penny, you know. So you set up how many points, the distribution deal, you know, some sort of managerial person, because musicians can lose points when they represent their own voice. It needs to have someone from the outside, you know. So that's that's one of the things that you might have your best friend will set it up. But then later on, yeah, I took that $1,000. I figured you wouldn't mind. Yeah. So, there's a lot of pitfalls in this group. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this uh, business of ours. Mm-hmm. So you will learn what to avoid. 
you know, it's different things. And I met a trumpet player from Trenton. First time on the road. I think we played in Camden. Coming back to Trenton, man, I'm in love, man. I'm a, I'm a forget this music. I'm a, I'm a go with this girl. She's my baby. I said, man, you just met the girl one night. How can you? Yeah. <laughs> and so it happens, you know. I mean, I'm just a trumpet player, Arnetta Jack Johnson, one of the baddest young trumpet players coming out of. Yeah, Arnetta is actually a friend. She's actually performed for Regis Entertainment on okay. multiple occasions. Yeah, so she's uh, coming out of Camden. Yeah, that's yeah, true. And she's out of Berkeley. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I told her, so you know, I think you might be the one that will change the, the way trumpet sounds. You know, and then one time she had posted, a, I, I need a mute. I don't have it. So I sent her some money, $50 to get a mute. And, you know, she said, well, she didn't even know how to get money from Western Union. You know, mm-hmm. and she's young, but now, after the get Jill Scott stuff, and she's in high demand. I mean, mm-hmm. I really want her to come sit in with Cool in the game. You know, but uh, sometimes we would do it as a private party in Boston too. But uh, that's just pure talent from Anetta. You know, a lot of times it's learned. I didn't have no pure talent, but I had chops. You know, we were playing with the Sigma Sound, and we didn't rehearse it. And Fred Joyner turns around and says, it'd be nice if those notes were in tune. Because <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> So that would concentrate on intonation and stuff. Just, I mean, when I start practicing, I just play one note for five, ten minutes. Circular breathing to get the chops back. You know, was, I, actually what happened was, with Cool, we played, where we at it? Dubai. And... I would go out to have this after cool party with a DJ. And I'm playing with the DJ there at 102 dBs and I cut my lip. So then we got to Paris, same thing happened. Cut it pretty bad. And uh, even the Cuba trumpet said, oh man, you cut your lip on the inside. No, no, no. So uh, it's been a struggle to get back to what I am, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, and it's been like over a year. So I, I was taking just the screaming thing for granted. But then when you listen to cats like Otoro Sandoval, mm-hmm. he sat in with us down in, uh, in Australia. Man, the treatment he gave on Summer Madness, and this is a trouble player that doesn't even practice. He just plays piano. He's, he's out there. Great, great trying. He just came with Dizzy's band. You know, have you ever listened to him? Arturo Sandoval, one of the baddest trumpet players on the planet. Yeah. So you, you learn from the masters. It's like, I look at my son, he's, so yeah, I'm, I'm playing the Corey Henry solo from Snarky, Snarly Puppy, Snarky, and it's written out. And he's just, I mean, I got the first measure. <laughs> so it's something, and with most young people, if you try to s- schedule your time, I'm going to do this for practicing, the reading, you know, for endurance, learn a solo from somebody, you know. And these are things you have on your belt. Mm-hmm. So, say, you say a solo a day will keep broke, brokenness away. <laughs> you know. 
So besides the symposium, which we'll finish up, um, I'll go over the information on that again. All right. What projects are you working on personally? I mean, you got a new uh, Cosmic Michael Ray or Michael Ray and a Cosmic Cosmic Crew album or, or release coming out soon? Some solo projects. Well, actually, I'm planning a project with my son, a mixture of jazz and classical. I mean, he, he's the man, you know. And uh, we just released an album for the big old nasty get down. It's, it's out. And then Cool has a new single out called Sexy. You know, we did a record with uh, Jazz is Fish. It's an, they play all fish songs, but they put melodies to the words. So it's really a great thing, you know. And I got some some projects I'm doing, just so individually, you know. It, it's it's really nice, you know. But, but I keep a, I, so when I start, I start start practicing. Then it's like if I do that every day, my day goes great, you know. But once something happens, it's always thrown off. So the importance of practice is mandatory. It, it's because some kids, you know, we have a sax player in Trenton. I'm playing train. Didn't know what he was playing. You know. And that stuff is written out. Sun Ra would write out because it was uh, three minutes. Okay. Well, I just want to say thank you for being here. <laughs> you know, I hate to cut you to chase, but I really enjoy the support. And the concept of trying to bring that Chitlin Circuit concept to Trenton. Because that's all we had back then. So, more props to you on that, man. I'm for it. Fantastic. Michael Ray, you actually took some of my job, but that gives me a chance to do a larger closing out monologue. Okay. But, but what I will say is thank you for, for the entertainment that you've provided me from, for many years, for over 30 years now, through okay. Cool the Gang and Sunrise. I'm looking forward to this, and, and I'm glad that I got a chance to sit down with you on air. And it's recorded, it's documented. I'll share it with my networks so that the goal of rewriting history and sharing your history and my history and Cheryl's history can be done. This is a portion of it, and so we are, we are making major improvements to culture by doing this. So thank you, and a continued success. All I can say is you're listening to WIMG, or you're not listening to <laughs> WIMG, one or the other. <laughs> so, folks, um, Michael Ray is coordinating the Trenton's first music symposium, which is taking place November 26th here in Trenton, New Jersey, at Shiloh Baptist Church. All the information can be found by going to the Facebook page and just doing a search for Trenton's first music symposium. I'll put up more detailed information about how you can get in touch with Cheryl or Michael Ray, or you can actually hear this broadcast, etc. But long story in short of it is that there's lots of musicians and music entertainment people in the entertainment business who are going to be there. Uh, Dr. Jimbo Walsh, Jermaine Bryson, Babs Author, Trenton Makes the World Takes, um, Adam Ray, DJ Miss Sue, Miss Sue, Tommy Grice, uh, Suzanne Cloud, George Brown, Scott Miller, and a host of others. And um, 
This is something that's supported by the city of Trenton. Of course, Shiloh Baptist Church uh, and other local musicians will be involved in this project as well. There's a $10 donation. If perhaps you can't come up with that, please come to the event anyway. It's important to get the information out and for people to come and support the efforts. And if you're someone out there who'd like to support this event um, and would like to see things like this continue to happen, you can do that as well. Again, I'll have the information up on the Trenton 365 Show Facebook page. You have a good night. You've been listening to the Trenton 365 show with Jacques Howard. Thank you, Mr. Howard. All right. <laughs>